we're already 15 minutes late, so we're just going to get into it as I watch my partner here take a rip off that e-cig bong. I'm going to go ahead and just bring him right in. <laughs> Enter in a cloud of smoke. Enter into a cloud of smoke. The love wub. All right, let me just do a quick double take here. Ooh, you're going to get, you're getting fancy with the tricks there. I'm trying. Uh, quick double take here. My audio, your audio, music down. Boom, boom. We did it right, 100%. We're We're good. Again. Again, two times in a row. Two times in a row. We know what's good. We did it. This is a... We're good. We're the ones. Yeah, a momentous, a momentous, a momentous occasion. And a momentous equation. <laughs> uh, whatever. I got to remember that my camera, I'm used to looking at my camera right here, which is going to look weird, especially now that I have the green screen back up. Um, yeah. Oh, but I am still fucking fighting with these lights, man. It looks good. I like it. I dig it. It does look good. The back of your hand look a little funky for a second. Yeah, because but... it's it's the the, li- the lights are so bright. Um, it's like, it's it like it, Ghost Rider. Yeah, you can tell, like if I had my... Uh, I have a really sweet app on my phone uh, that I can never remember the name of it. Cinemeter. Um, it's the most expensive app I have on my phone. How much uh, is it? It was uh, $38. Oh my, what? The, this better be worth it. But it is a complete, and my phone's charging right now, so I don't know if I can get up here, but it is a complete light meter in every capacity. Uh, on the phone. Oh, that's actually that's actually yeah. really nice. So it's super helpful, especially when I go on shoots because it's got the spectral wave. It's got gives me all of the shutters and the f stops and everything that I could ever need. Um, and it's actually what do, you, what do you go on shoots for? This is news to me. I do some video production on the side, talking head videos and stuff like that. So oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay. nothing, uh, yeah. nothing fancy. And then when I uh, the company I work for um, has, uh, I do a lot of. I help out the video services team as well, uh, quite a bit, because I have all this fancy equipment. So, dope. Um, yeah, works out good. Yeah. So yeah, I think all I right. just I they need to get some softer lights, because uh, right, I'm just I'm literally just using the overhead light. I had a for some reason I just had this stroke of genius. Why not use it? Uh, and I did, but they're uh, they're a little hot. They're a little hot. So. Yeah, it's all right. It's a little hot. As long as the lights are hot, not the mics, right? Right. That's good for podcasting when the mics are not hot. This is good. This is true. This is this true. This is true. Um, so, so everybody, we were we took a week off. We did, and we didn't tell you. So, sorry about that. Nope. Life got in the way. Oh, Chonger comes in. Yo, Hot. yo, spamming them, spamming them emojis. Love it. What's up, Mister Chonger? How are you? Welcome. Welcome. What's up, dude? What's up, dude? What's up, dude? What's up, dude? All right. Anyway, yeah, took a week off. Yeah, it took a week off. Uh, I was in. Um, where was I? I was in Chicago. The Windy City. Yeah, I was in the Windy City. I went uh, up to Chicago on Friday night, and then what were we doing Thursday? Why couldn't you were in L.A. or you were in California on Thursday, right? Or on a flight back from Cali? Yeah, I was in. Yeah, I was on a flight back from Cali, so I was in the air while you were jamming out at Ed Sheeran or something weird. What? Oh shit. That's right. Uh, yeah, I was at Ed Sheeran on Thursday in St. Louis while he was on a flight back. And then I took a train Friday and then went and saw Childish Gambino Saturday night. <sighs> it was a lot. Uh, to, um, be, uh, to be young. Yeah, those of you who have the opportunity to see Gambino on this tour know that it is his last tour and that it is one of the best shows I have ever been to in my life. And I will t- talk about it. It's his, it's his I could talk about it until y'all fell asleep. Why it is so it? Good. Why? Why is it his last tour? 
I think he's done with music. He's, I think uh, he's got one more album coming out, and uh, that's it. He's, and he's uh, gonna dive into making movies and, and TV. That's what I thought. He's, he his, his, he's that that Lando Calrissian solo film is coming. I feel it. Oh man, yeah. And he said a couple of years ago that he was almost done with the Childish Gambino moniker, and he's just gonna start going by Donald Glover again. Um, yeah, yeah, makes sense. Until yeah, so it, it's it is a progression. You know what I want to see? I want to see somebody like Marilyn Manson like go on their real name for a bit and see what happens. Yeah, do like a Marilyn Manson do like an unplugged acoustic yeah, tour. And, uh, yeah, would exactly. That would be, would be outstanding. <laughs> him doing, so him doing beautiful people acoustic. Uh, what was that? What was that MTV show? Uh, unplugged. Unplugged. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in the day. God, that show was. He so could good. do beautiful people. He could do um, own personal Jesus. Um, uh, what's that? What's Jesus. that? Some of them want to abuse you. What's that eurythmic song he covered? Sweet what's dreams. That song called Sweet Dreams. Sweet Dreams acoustic is great. Trust me, I know. I play it. Yeah. It's very good. Uh, what's up, Sodium? Um, well, no, I I absolutely love. Um, I do. Uh, I'll do the the Marilyn Manson uh, "Sweet Dreams" cover uh, at karaoke every now and then, and I just go up on stage and do my creepiest voice and not look at the not look at anybody the whole time I'm up there. <laughs> just kind of like do one of these, like you know, and I'm just kind of like in the mic. Sweet dreams are made of the like just angry the whole time. And everyone, you need is... to do it next time you do it. You need to do it and stare at one person the yeah, whole time. The whole... God, that would <laughs> just be... make them really unfucking comfortable. It'd that be would amazing. be that would be awful. Oh yeah, it would be real bad. But like, it would probably be pretty funny. Probably be pretty funny. That was a lot of bees. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we've vamped enough. You think we think we can get into it for, for, Va- for a vamp, bit? vamped or vaped? Which one? Hey, we both. I'm gonna stop doing it if it's gonna make uh, it's gonna make another joke for you though. <laughs> I'm full of the jokes, full of full of full of jokes, full of jokes. Full of, I'm so chock full. Of jokes. Oh, we took a week off. Sorry about that. But not sorry. You know we you know you need to take care of yourself every once in a while, mm-hmm. and uh, we did that. But we're good. Um, what day is it? Well, right now, like currently, it is uh, <laughs> yeah. 13th. No, it's Wednesday, September thirteenth. Thursday. It's Thursday. What did I say Wednesday? You said Wednesday. Uh, so if you're if you're watching live, if you're watching live, it's Thursday. If you're catching us on live the, on the audio, yeah. if you're catching the audio it's track, it is Monday, Monday, the seventeenth. So whether yeah. you're whether you're Ooh. with us currently or in the future. Depends com- t- completely on you. Yes, completely and also a last bit of housekeeping. The reason I know Monday is September seventeenth is I got a new job at a game studio in St. Louis called Pixel Press, uh, and I start on Monday the seventeenth. Fantastic! Creative work and sales. It's kind of a small team, so I'll be doing all sorts of stuff, trying to prove my worth all over the place. Those are the best. Sarge said, "Get it together in the chat." Sarge, you get it together. Small teams are the best. Um... I enjoy, yes. I enjoy them. Uh, I am quite. You're starting with a small team. My company that I work for was just acquired by a multi-billion-dollar international conglomerate. So we went uh, overnight from a company of 130 people to a company of 10,000 people. So that is Yo. that is uh, that's crazy to think about. Yeah, your, the, your email Rolodex just got a lot yeah, thicker. The, the economic, the, the the sheer economics. I'm I'm excited. I think uh, you know if. It'll give us, uh, give me a little bit more opportunity to grow in that professional career until we actually start doing this full time. 
Uh, sure, sure, which sure. I, which I want to see uh, happen. Uh, well, but we'll see. We'll see. We got, we got to get it going. Anyway, let's yeah. uh, let's talk about the, let's get doing. Let's yeah, talk about the games, man. Because holy Welcome shit. To, yeah, this is it's it. The floodgates have opened, everybody. Uh, so as y'all know, this is Bounty Board. We haven't introduced ourselves yet, but I'm your one of your co-hosts, Caleb Sawyer. Uh, at Love Web with me as always is my co-host Eric. What's up, Eric? What's happening? Yo, um, we're gonna talk about games, man. It's uh, it's September thirteenth, uh, and as even though it's not really fall, the fall of games has started, and it did not start slowly. It kind of kicked our teeth in. Um, so we're gonna start off with a little bit of news because, of course, there's some good stuff. Um, I'm gonna start with the one that's most important to me and Eric. I think you'll also agree. Uh, Eve Guillermo. This, uh, sorry, this story is out of comicbook.com, uh, written by Tyler Fisher. The, uh, the headline, which, Eric, you'll get, you'll get excited. Hold your breath. Ubisoft reaffirms that one day, in quotations, we will see Splinter Cell again. <sighs> I thought I would get excited by that, and now I'm just a little sad because it's not here. I am um, I'm thrilled by that news. I think... I think now that we've gotten, you know, we there was there was a, you know, you know, we've got Assassin's Creed in a couple weeks, um, which I think Assassin's Creed's taking a year off after that. Yeah, and Assassin's Creed's taking a year off of that. So I think, I think it would be smart. I don't think we're going to see Ubisoft or Ubisoft. I don't think we're going to see Splinter Cell, a new Splinter Cell in 2019. I think it would be smart for both Microsoft and Ubisoft to have sam fisher make his re-emergence on whatever the next xbox console is as a launch title yeah that's a long time i don't want to wait that long but you're, you're probably right 2020 like, is not that far away it's not gonna be 2020 come on give me a break 2021 that's still no, it, that's still, still not that far <laughs> we're almost at 2019 right so we'll if we see something in 2020 it's only a year after that or even shit, six months after that, that we will see the new consoles. I mean, we're within three years of seeing um, whatever the next generation is going to hold. Um, you know, we've already yeah. got we've already got the processor coming out that uh, is going to run the world for the next ten years uh, in this fall, uh, which is going to totally be inside of uh, whatever the next iteration of consoles are. But anyway, let's not get into that. Let's talk about more games. Keep going. Yeah, so that's basically that article. Eve Guillermo played coy like he always does and didn't say anything date-wise or anything was being made, but he said that each brand we have and each character, we want them to live in the long term, so someday you will see something. But I can't give you more details. Huh? It's exciting for the it sake is. that Splinter Cell's not gone, right? I don't think um, I, I, did, I never had any doubts. No, no, especially when they bring him back for Ghost Recon and and uh, actually bring Michael Ironside back in to do the voice. Oh, like, oh yeah, they've got to get they've got to get to work on something soon. Oh yeah, um, this one's a jump a little bit out of games alone. Games and TV getting mixed up. Remedy confirms a live action Alan Wake TV series is in development. This is from Twinfinite, written by Andrew McMahon. Earlier today, Contradiction Films and Remedy Entertainment revealed that a live-action version of the cult classic psycho thriller Alan Wake would be coming to television. This adaptation will be led by well-known showrunner Peter Calloway from Cloak and & Dagger and Legion, okay. while game creator Sam Lake will serve as an executive producer. I'm, I'm good with all of this. I think, Al, I think 
Oh, Peter Calloway doing Alan Wake is fucking perfect. Yeah, that's that's phenomenal. But I think if any game property like translates itself to a television model, because sure. Alan Wake was epi- kind of episodic in the way that it was done. Um, yeah. and I, and I think it could be, uh, I think it'd be really cool. Um, you look at what Remedy did with Quantum Break. Um, I didn't actually yeah. sit and watch the little TV things, but they were, unbelievable. Oh, you should. they were even, you well, I'm going to go back and watch them all in like series. Um, cause when you're streaming, I don't really, I didn't really want to watch all of them live. Oh yeah. It doesn't, it's not really conducive to streaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Uh, plus I didn't want to deal with like copyright whatever i did like the one thing i did like about that game which i noticed is they had literally had an option to turn off copyrighted music in quantum break so really when you, yeah when you so are you can stream and not have to worry yeah, about when it. you are streaming the music does not get uh does not get muted uh or the music won't get uh, caught up in uh, copyright stuff what's up sketch what's, up? what's happening yo sketch wheels yo 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 um, um, yeah, so uh, like you were saying, uh, one of the partners with Contradiction Films uh, actually said in this interview with Variety, Alan Wake was basically a TV series that was put into a game. Yep. Like that, that series it's, is, is super well built for it. And Remedy is really good at writing stories around it's, the episode. It's like I read framework. the article. <laughs> oh, weird. That's oh, man. All right, cool. Well, you know, it's sometimes we do things especially good. Yeah, we do. Uh, so <laughs> moving on to the new story, number three. Um, this one's actually going to be real relevant coming up soon. In Assassin's Creed Odyssey, choices really matter. Um, this is kind of a long read. It's not really a long read. But um, let's see. Let's pull out some stuff here. Uh, Paraphrase it. Did noise Did noise on your end just cut out? No. Can you hear? Yeah, I can hear you. Weird. I had some, I had some weird like white noise that just... And it sounds great. I don't know what it was, though. Um, Odyssey's choices uh, inject a level of emotional investment into player character actions in a way that should be familiar to anyone who's played an RPG before. <sighs> but being able to make decisions revolving around pieces of Eden and choosing which information to uncover for Odyssey's in-game modern-day researcher, Layla Hassan. That's interesting news because Layla Hassan was the uh, modern-day character mm-hmm. from Origins. They're keeping a modern-day character again for the first time since... Uh, Desmond died. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, sorry. Unlike some RPG characters, the game's protagonists, um, which you can pick male or female, Alexios or Cassandra, uh, don't feel like blank slates upon which you enforce your player's will. Uh, instead, they have distinct personality and manners of speaking that sometimes changes the way this guy played and made decisions. Uh, but the the developer that was sitting next to this guy while playing Assassin's Creed said that like the there were decisions that he made like that had immediate outcomes like you saw as soon as the uh, cutscene ended and then there he said that there were other decisions he made that he would see come back into play thirty hours later into the game. That's an investment. Wait. Yeah, yeah, and that's uh you know like when games tend to add features to them, especially like interactive dialogue trees, they tend to go like a toe in at a time. And it seems a lot like Assassin's Creed's kind of jumping in with both feet and uh, giving you like full blown player agency, which is really cool. Uh, I hope they execute well. I have I have faith though. Yeah, we'll say. I mean, I like, like like we've talked about before. Like there was much discussion today uh, around this game. I am just 
it's it's great. The game's going to be executed well. It's going to be flawlessly done. Uh, I think there's going to be lots of great combat. Uh, the typical tropes that are Assassin's Creed. I'm just going to skip it because it's not. I want yeah. I want two things in Assassin's Creed. I want a future version, like I want them to finally make the leap to now. Uh, but sure. unfortunately, if they made the leap to now, um, that signifies the end of the franchise, which I don't think Ubisoft is willing to part ways with. Um, Do you think that means the end? Uh, I mean, I don't see them necessarily jumping to the future. I think if they went to like a now scenario, that would be kind of like, okay, cool. We're in the present. And now do we bring, uh, why can't I think of the Magneto's actor in to do the voice of the character? Shit. Wait, what, what, what character? (laughs) From the Assassin's Creed movie. Why can't I think of the, Oh, Michael Fassbender. Thank you. Fassbender. I could not think of his name. All right. Uh, there we go. I'm a repository of useless um, information. But uh, you know how do how do they how do they handle that? Um, but I think, or I want a true Assassin's Creed feudal Japan. Um, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think that it's very possible to bring Assassin's Creed into present day and not end the story because. And we've talked about this, and it's like a pipe dream, but whatever. Uh, they've already connected Watch Dogs and Assassin's Creed. All they have to do is make Layla Hassan travel to Tokyo and meet with an assassin there who's also a hacker. And you can get a present-day Watch Dogs that's in Tokyo that's also a Japanese like feudal ninja samurai Assassin's Creed. Like, it's easy. And then from there, you make the, the Assassin's Creed and Watch Dogs one, one uh, title, and you have hackers taking on, you know, hacktivists taking on, um, um, what's it called? Not a, yeah, Abstergo. Abstergo. It, it's uh, super easy. Yeah, clip it. So when that game actually gets made, we can point back to this exact time and say, fuck, we're good. Um, yeah. Fuck yeah, game. yeah, I could. I, no, could that's the, I think that's the most logical progression, especially since they tied Watch Dogs and Assassin's Creed in uh, Origins. Right. I think. I, yeah, I think that. Yeah. I think that's a good logical progression. I think that is definitely um, where it's going. But yeah, like I said, uh, with and we're going to get into it here in a minute with the, the list of games that are coming out. Uh, Fuck, dude! In so the many. fall. Um, yeah. No, I got. Uh, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to be skipping Assassin's Creed. Weird. Maybe. I think Assassin's Creed comes up before I need to skip anything. It, yeah, but I've got. Like that. I'm going I'm to get it, and I'm going to have two weeks between that. Almost. Th- I'm going to have th- actually three weeks between that and and Red Dead. Like that's fine. I'll get through Assassin's. Yeah, Creed. but I'm going to talk about something which uh, I was totally out on until I've been watching everybody play. Are uh, you talking about you talking about Tomb Raider? Nope. Nope. Oh, all right. Weird. Nope. We'll get there. <laughs> Um, uh, totally watching everybody play, which I was totally not excited about or interested in oh, at all. Oh shit! No, you're talking about Call of Duty's Battle Royale. Until I saw people playing Blackout, not only did I oh, watch okay. a bunch of friends playing it, <laughs> uh, uh, but even the largest, you know, some of the largest Battle Royale streamers in the world are just literally saying, "The second this game comes out, PUBG is going to die. It is going to disappear because." Whatever Treyarch did, it handles perfectly. It plays perfectly. It has helicopters in it. Damn it! Um, See, I was listening to some people today from Waypoint, 
and Polygon talk about it, and they said that like the guns didn't feel right. Like PUBG has guns for like long range, medium range, and short range, and that like you can, you have something for every distance engagement. But like Call of Duty's guns were, there's not really any medium to long range guns. That's funny because there's a sniper rifle that I've been watching people play with constantly. That's a bolt yes, action but that's, sniper that's, rifle. But that's long range. That's not medium range. And if you're, we're talking medium to long, like the, an M16A4 equivalent. Right. No, I, equivalent. Yeah, yeah, I, like, I understand what you're saying. And I'm, not, yeah, and I'm not saying that those aren't in there and they, didn't, they just didn't get a chance to play with them. Yeah. But they said a couple of times when they got into engagements in between. If you guys don't know, uh, Blackout is essentially a bunch of Call of Duty maps stitched together by environments flawlessly. So there's a That's so there's awesome. a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff that like you'll notice, like Nuketown. If you just like leave the 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 city limits of Nuketown, there's like some trees and stuff, and then it'll lead you into another map or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, so they said that, and they were, they got in an engagement out in the wilderness, and like a few times, the assault rifles felt like they couldn't do the range that they needed to do. I'm not really worried about that. It's probably something that I mean, it's it's a game mode that yeah, it's gets a it's a, it's on a balancing thing. Um, so yeah, it'll get balanced out. Um, I haven't watched or play or I haven't watched any Blackout. Uh, I need to. I've just been busy the last couple of days, mm-hmm. and uh, something about helicopters being in it really turned me off. Why is that? Like because but I don't know. PUBG is so much more of a survivor's game, and I feel like if you have a helicopter, like. It what's breaks a, it, the immersion for me in a, in a way, just because a, I think that it's not a weaponized helicopter. Right? No, I'm not even worried about that. It's, like the, and there is one on the map, mm. right? So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a find it. it. It's not like there's 15 helicopters, like there's jeeps and buggies everywhere, right? It is a singular yeah. vehicle choice, and if you happen to find it, then it's like finding a level three helmet, right? Uh, or getting, or getting a, getting a supply drop. Um, Yeah, I mean, but like, so yeah, that's the interesting thing to me is, um, no, blackout's not the only mode. There is definitely no, no, no. I said blackout is only the mode. So in the yeah, yeah. in the comment thread, what what uh, cut us off is uh, Smurf brought up that what annoys him is that a lot of people bitched about Titanfall being multiplayer only, and uh, this Call of Duty, not blackout. Obviously, blackout's multiplayer only. It's a multiplayer mode. But single player um, BR. This call of this Call of Duty is multiplayer only. There's no single player at all. I think a lot of people bitched about that too. It was all over the fucking news. It was when it happened when Call of Duty was like, "Yeah, we're not gonna do a story." Everyone was like, "The fuck?" Yeah, especially, and I think it hit even harder because it was a. And I totally missed it because Smurf and I were talking about this the other day on the phone. Um, but uh, I, I wasn't even paying attention just because I usually write Call of Duty off. Uh, every year or have for the last couple of years, um, but I shocked. Yeah, I've them off for a minute. Yeah, it shocked me a little bit because it is a Black Ops title, which over the last series of Call of Duty games have had the strongest <laughs> of the storylines. Uh, I thought I'm unpopularly. I think Sketch might agree with me. Unpopularly, I really liked Infinite Warfare. That I'm story not, I'm was not, fucking great. I'm not arguing. The multiplayer sucked dick. Yeah, yeah. The, I'm not arguing Infinite Warfare's story. Awesome. I thought Infinite Warfare's story was great, too. But I'm saying if you look at, like, a, a continuing arc of stories in the last, you know, set of Call of Duty games, I think Black uh, the Black Ops story uh, was super cool. Because um, yeah. it's kind of spanned the generations all the way up, especially when you got to Black Ops 3. I didn't um, play the Black Ops stories either. I played Black Ops mm-hmm. 1 with Reznov. That shit was dope. Yep. 
but I did not. I played the opening of two where you like start in Africa and you're just like mowing down natives, and I was like, this is weird, and I didn't play it anymore. <laughs> yeah, that was awkward. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure the rest of the game was completely yeah. absent of that, but for some reason that beginning was like. Mm. Uh, but we interrupted you talking about how much you liked choppers. Um, the reason I don't like them, and I, it's it's a nerdy thing. It's a nerdy reason to not like them. The reason I say they break my feeling of immersion is PUBG to me feels like a bunch of people. I'm sorry, PUBG. <laughs> Battle Royale to me feels like, and I think PUBG does it best. Fortnite doesn't really feel this way, but it's a bunch of people dropped onto an island and they can't get off the island unless they are the last one surviving. Like a Hunger Games scenario where you, if you win, like yo, you get to, you get to like leave. Having a fucking helicopter is like, oh cool, like peace. I'm yeah, done. but and I know that's completely outside of the mechanic of the game, and I'm like making up something that's not really a part of the game. But I feel like a helicopter just throws me off because I'm like, why? Then why, why are you here? But Black like, Ops you should be able to get the helicopter and leave. Black <laughs> that would Ops be fucking awesome. Blackout traditions it a little bit differently in what I was watching is you are dropping into a military like hot zone to achieve an objective, not survive. Hmm. Like you're going into this zone and you're dropping you're hot dropping in as like a specialist, which is how they kind of get around that in the ethos of, you know, what's going on. Uh, sure, as far okay. as the battle okay. royale modes are concerned. So having a helicopter knowing that doesn't seem as far fetched to me. Um, and like I said, there's only one and it's very limited in what you can do. And it has a very, very low ceiling. Uh, it's not like you can get in the helicopter and fly up so high that nobody can see you. Um, like I think Treyarch did a good job of saying, okay, we're going to cap this out. So if somebody's flying by and three sniper shots hit this thing, as Smurf said in the thing, it just totally gets destroyed. Uh, it is not strong. It is not, uh, Hmm. invincible. It is very weak and meant to hop from point to point to point to point, just like a car uh, would in PUBG, where then we all know those things go up in smoke very quickly. True. Do you have a parachute when you're in it? Do you get your parachute back? You can get your, uh, you, you can wingsuit out of it. Wingsuit? Can you land with your wingsuit? Mm-hmm. Do you have to land in water? Nope. Suspend. suspend that's, that's not how wingsuits work. I, I get it, but you wingsuit in. <laughs> And then you get okay. your parachute, and then it comes in. So, yeah, it's pretty... Uh... Okay, so you do have a parachute again. Yeah, after yeah, yeah. You... exactly. Okay, 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 okay. Exactly. Interesting. No, I'm, I'm interested, and I, I knew that as soon as a game that had AAA polish came out, PUBG would really struggle for, for ground. Um, now, what really... That was one of the number one things people were talking about was, like, as soon as I started playing Blackout, I realized this is what AAA can do. Like, there's extra shit. Mm-hmm. Like, there's detail in the world, and there's, like, yeah, like, that stuff is... Yeah, so the, that stuff will be interesting to see. What's going to be super interesting to see, to me anyway, is... So this is coming out as part of a $60 release, right? Um, so if you buy... And I think yeah. Act, Activision has the, the dollars... Uh, Activision Blizzard have the dollars to do this. Do we see a Fortnite model... Absolutely. In, ...in a year where all of a sudden the BR mode becomes free with season support? I don't know if the BR mode isn't already free. They well, said that, it's going to release after the game. That makes sense true. for them to then release it as its own thing. Yeah, I didn't if think you have that. the game, you can just play it with the game. But if it if it releases on its own, they could they could do what uh, they could do exactly what Fortnite did. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. I had forgotten that it's releasing after the fact. Yeah, well, uh, Battlefield's Fu- doing that too. Imaginary, Battlefield's uh, imaginary Fu Manchu. Hmm. Sorry, I'm stroking my imaginary oh. Fu Manchu. <laughs> That's weird. Wall pondering. Um, 
Yeah, so I mean, Battlefield's Firestorm's going to do that too. Yep. Um, I knew Battlefield so this, was. I forgot they Call of Duty. Uh, that's a kind of a weird, now that I think about it, that's a weird move for Activision if they do do that. Yeah, it's it's weird to me that they decided not to do a single player so they could focus on multiplayer and their multiplayer is not put together when the game comes out. <laughs> what the fuck have you guys been doing? Yeah. I guess their zombie campaign is huge, but oh, uh, man, I don't give a shit about their zombies. <laughs> well played. Nice. Well nice. played. <laughs> What's that? Uh, that's awesome. Uh but that was basically all I had for news. The only other thing I had um, before our little digression was uh, another thing about side quests or about story things being bigger and impacting deeper in the game was about Cyberpunk 2077. Apparently, according to, uh, I don't remember the dev's name, Patrick Mills, uh, they're one of the quest designers. Uh, he said that uh, the side stories and side quests in Cyberpunk 2077 will be they something that will be something players have never seen before. Interesting. So, yeah. Uh, that one's a long a long read. Um, but essentially he's saying that like like Witcher, the side stories impacted the main story if you did them. Uh, and that in Cyberpunk 2077, like sometimes it'll be hard to tell what's side quest and what's not. Um, so that's dope. I mean, uh, that game's just getting cooler and cooler. Like, I'm not really worried about it. I'm just going to buy it. And as it, Sketch it, Sawyer has said several times, I'm going to spend, I'm going to take a week off and just disappear into yeah, this game. Yeah, it's, I think that's one of those games where you sit back on the stream, you turn the camera off, and you just focus on the content of the game, right? It, it, everything sure. that I'm seeing, Especially in this this group, you know, this circle of friends that you know, the you know, sketch you, myself, the other the other guys in the Discord, Smurf and Sodium in the chat, you know, we all um, have you know, we're all huge fans of that genre, just period. Um, yeah. And so I think to see the guys who did Witcher do it, um, I just it's everything I see about that game just makes me happy, happy. Um, yes. So happy. And then, uh, side note, I know this is a video game podcast, but let's just get uh, some opinions on uh, Superman oh, yeah. playing Geralt. Oh, I thought you were talking, talking about Superman not being in Superman anymore. <laughs> no, no, I'm fine with That's that. That's also news. I'm okay with that. Um, I'm not. I'm not. Henry Cavill was the best part of DC. Other than Ben Affleck, but no, yeah. no, no, no. Jason Momoa has become the best part of DC in every way possible. <laughs> he has yeah. made he has made Aquaman the coolest character in that whole movie universe. Hands it's down, not, it's not a not a high bar to jump over. Just I get saying. it, I get it, but it's phenomenal, <laughs> phenomenal. Anyway, uh, yeah, I think uh, I like it. I'm good with it. I think Henry Cavill has the range, just enough. He's be... not old enough, though. I know ah. Geralt is kind of like ageless and shit, right? But I, like, I don't see, I don't see Cavill with like white hair and yellow eyes. I mean, I didn't see Heath Ledger as the Joker either, so right. I have a hard time writing people off ahead of time. The thing that um, the thing that inspire the thing that gives me inspiration is, or it gives me a little bit of faith, is Henry Cavill is a self admitted super fan of this franchise. He has said it. Yeah, he's, he's he a has, huge gamer too. He's yeah. a huge gamer. He has said, I, I wanted Mads too. I'm with you, Sketch. I think Mads Mickelson from the look, everything about that guy just screams 
Geralt, right? Just screams it. Um, but can Mad, is Mads too old to get big enough to play Geralt? Yeah, right? that, I like, think that's, that's what it is. Is, is Cavill's already got that uh, that uh, that Superman physique, uh, which yeah. also you know it's it's interesting because you know when you look at the Witcher games, Geralt was never like Superman ripped, you know. Uh, I mean, he was muscular. Well, he was toned. He's, he's very ripped. He's not. He's. I think yeah. you. I mean, maybe you just said it wrong. He's not Superman. Bulky. Right. He's right. absolutely superhero ripped. Like Geralt right. is, is is nobody fat, very carved, very like built like a like he's carved out of marble kind of dude. Yeah. Um But Ben makes a good point. J.K. Simmons got big. Why did J.K. Simmons get big? What was that for? Y'all know what we're talking about? J.K. Simmons got like real muscular for you know who J.K. Simmons is, right? No, you just started like it was pretty. Uh, it was pretty awesome. Uh, oh, no, no, no. That's fine. You're back. Uh, okay. J- yes, J.K. Simmons. Yeah, I know exactly. Who that he is. got he got big for something. Yeah, what did he get big? I don't for? know why. I don't know. J.K. Simmons finally reveals why he's suddenly so muscular. Let me look. Let me look. Let me look. Look, it's 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 really simple, right? It's uh, I think the guy from Always Sunny said it uh, the, said it best, right? He there was a picture of him that came out from a couple of years ago of uh him and then there was a picture of him recently i can't remember it's not uh 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 uh, it's the other guy not charlie um i can't remember the actor's name Uh, which guy uh from always sunny the the kind of jockey like mac (sighs) yeah thank you mac god i can't remember shit tonight rob mclean showing my age but anyway the basically the quote was and i'm paraphrasing i'd have to find it it was basically saying, yeah, getting a body like this is easy, and this is a perfect self-image to find. All you have to do is have a movie career, an agent, get paid to do this six hours a day, only eat green shit, get up at 6 a.m., work out for six hours. This is a perfectly acceptable body image to follow. And he was kind of poking fun at the fact that like people kill themselves to do this, to get like jack-ripped. Um, and, yeah. you know, and he's like, they're paid to do it, which... Going back to the J.K. Simmons comment, it's really easy for anybody in Hollywood to get cut because they're going to get six months pre-production to just go into a gym and <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's really hard to ripped. it's really hard to to hold yourself to those standards when they literally do it for a job for like six to nine months. What's up, scoomers? Yeah, um, um, it's whatevs. Uh, yeah, I I think that he'll do all right. I think yeah, I have faith fine. in the in the showrunner. I well, I don't know why I have faith in the showrunners. Video game, TV shows have been, video game, film, anything, whether it's TV or film, has been pretty bad by and large. Uh, I'm trying to think of one that was good. Yeah, so am I thinking. Um, I didn't hate. Okay, this is gonna. I'm gonna catch flag from the chat. I didn't hate Prince of Persia. It was not a Prince of Persia movie based on a game. Yeah, but I didn't. Characters. Hate, I didn't hate the movie. I hated that it was supposed to be. I know. A game. <laughs> it's very hot. Um, um, we'll but, get there. Uh, we'll get there, Scooms. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, and I know. I know, Smurf. The the lights are a little hot. I've got to get. Uh, I got to get the softer ones uh, in here, which is why that's. Uh, if anybody in chat, on. if anybody in chat can think of a game adaptation to film or TV that you liked. Let us know, but we're going to move on so that we can uh, get into the main topic. Um, I think we're there, kind of, right? We are. We are really there. Uh, I just wanted to kind of summarize it so people know what we're getting at. 
Um, we wanted to take this week to kind of dive into the season of games starting. We brought that up a little bit earlier. And the reason we said that it kind of kicked in the door instead of going slowly is yeah, we got a bit more than I thought we were going to get. Hammered by them. Yeah. So we got PUBG 1.0 on the 4th, mm-hmm. uh, which came with PUBG's Battle Pass. Like a day after that, we got Rocket League's Battle Pass. Mm-hmm. Rocket Pass. Um, and then Original. the same day as PUBG 1.0, we got Destiny 2 Forsaken. We did. And then three days after all of this, we got Spider-Man. <sighs> and then today, we got Tomb Raider. So that's one week's worth of time. And uh, yeah, I'm already overwhelmed. Yeah, it's like insane. You, you, you sit down and try to get through everything so you've got stuff to talk about. I remember a couple of nights just looking at my wife and being like, like, I got to play Spider-Man for five hours because, like, it's been out for four days and I haven't played it as much as I should have. Or like, I, had a, I had a different conversation with my wife. I showed her a picture of a P- Spider-Man PS4 on Amazon in the cart and she just started laughing. So I think you're <laughs> I think you're doing better. Um yeah, uh, Ace, the chat's free, man. You guys go ahead and knock yourselves out in there. We're going to keep uh, talking on the subject. So if uh, we look over and there's something there, that's the uh, that's it. Yeah, um, and we'll try and pull, we'll try and yeah, pull stuff we'll in. We'll try and pull it can. in. Um, yeah, oh. I, I, it's, and it's it's not slowing down. It, it's No, it's going to just keep going. I mean, I guess the rest of September is actually kind of slow, uh, honestly. Right? It is, but if you think about what there is to do spider-man's a 20 you know 30 hour experience you know maybe longer depending on how you do it um uh how you go with it it's um then you've got forsaken playing spider-man for 30 hours yeah then you've got forsaken Mm -hmm. which i cannot um i cannot put down right now because it's crazy um for yeah forsaken's real good it's real good i had issues with destiny a lot I've of had a, my fair share of issues with Destiny. I've but been very outspoken about Destiny. Boy, boy um, was I uh, surprised. Pleasantly surprised. Yeah, pleasantly surprised. Um, I'm kind of bummed that I didn't put my a little bit more work into my uh, Titan and my Warlock because I, as I loaded them both up today, uh, I looked <laughs> at them and realized, oh, they're both on the starting mission of, of the Osiris DLC. Yeah, if you Shit. if you eat one of those those orbs they give you for your second characters, um, it won't let you go through the Osiris or Warmind right. campaigns anymore. Which is why I'm going to do it will... on my Titan and then maybe buy one for my Warlock and just be done with it. Wait. Oh, you mean like buy a second one for your second character? No, so I'm going to take it my Titan through both the campaigns because I'm much I like playing Titan much more than I, I think I yeah. I despise playing Warlock and you guys can hate me if you're Warlocks in Destiny but sorry um, they're just the they they're they're yeah. damage dealers that's it yeah I don't I'm not a fan of the way they move um like at all <laughs> yeah they're they're floaty assholes um yeah so like I, a really bad yeah I I I, condition. I used <laughs> I used my I've got floaty assholes I got floaty assholes go disease <laughs> There's gonna be a there's gonna be a commercial tomorrow by some random pharmaceutical company about floaty asshole disease. Do you have floaty asshole? It's gonna have some <laughs> older celebrity endorsing it. Yeah. Diabetes. Yeah. Diabetes. Um, it'll be it'll be J.K. Simmons. Yeah, it'll be J.K. Simmons. About, Rip, all about, ripped. Talking you have about floaty assholes doing it as J. Jonah Jameson uh, from yep. Spider-Man. Sorry, go on distractions. Yeah, but uh, 
yeah, so I'm gonna, I think I'm going to take my Titan through both of those just so I can experience them and then level up my Warlock because I already did it with my Hunter. Um, and then, and then, uh, the, the, the play on the hunter and just the, you know, the improvements they've made, the updated classes, and then yep. the dreaming yep. city yep. is like, I haven't gotten there yet. Like, dude, it's, I've heard it's outstanding. It's unbelievably cool. Um, I keep, there's certain areas where I'm literally, and I've made the joke in chat a couple times and I'm going to beat it to death, but, uh, I feel like I'm going to run into Lord Elrond. Uh, in one area, like, uh, I feel like I'm, uh, is it that big? Is it that it's, big? it's, it's the scale of it is unbelievable. And for it to change every three weeks, like it's supposedly going to do what? Oh yeah. So there's the corruption that you're fighting in the game is like seeping in. And every three weeks, the city like resets itself apparently and changes. Um, yeah, boy. Yeah. All right. So that's uh, that's what our friend Odin was telling me, and he is uh, of the group, the Destiny aficionado. So uh, yeah, we have a we have like a trio of aficionados. It's yeah. Mo, Mo, Odin, and Caesar. They're all just like, if you are not on when they get on, don't try, don't yeah. try playing with them. Just join their party. Yeah, and I don't want to turn this into the into the the Destiny podcast because uh, I know there's a shit ton of other games that we want to talk about that are coming out, but. Um, no, it's cool. We can talk about Destiny for a minute though, because I did want to. I did want to kind of recap what we've played so far. The thing that has got me the most, campaign aside, the new play is Gambit. It might be the most original multiplayer mode competitive I have seen in a long damn time. In the way the mechanics work, except so, for like PUBG. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about in a smaller scale, like Twitch shooter. Oh yeah, like, um, a, like a death, like a, yeah, like a yeah. shooter. Like a, yeah, yeah. What am I but trying to say? This one is. Have you no. have you jumped? Have you played a match yet? No. Uh, yeah, it's. We as, should do that after this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as sketch, pe- sketch. We should do that after this. Yeah, we should totally. Play some fucking gambit. But it's so unique in the strategy because it is. As you collect these moats and bank them, five moats sends a small blocker, 10 moats sends a medium blocker, 15 moats sends a large blocker, then they can't bank moats and your portal opens up and you can go over and kill them. If you kill people that have moats, they lose the moats totally. Um, so you yeah. go over and wreak havoc. So then good, they dude. come over to you. Um, and like w- we were playing the other night and uh, Caesar or some dude invaded us with 15 moats. Well, he came over and just handed us 15 moats because we killed him like almost instantly because he spawned like right in front of all of us. So we just went plop, dead. Um, and yes. then there. Uh, yeah, I think the uh, just jumping over to the chat, I think that's a that's a good segue. And I know we want I want to I want to give you your thought. I think uh, right. I was like, yeah. Um, <laughs> Don't worry, guys. He's not having a stroke. He's just reading out loud. Uh, um, yeah, I think. uh MMO style games. I'm still excited to see what. Uh, I can't remember the developer that made Black Desert Online now, but that's supposedly coming. We're going to get the beta at some point this fall. Yeah, uh, sure. Uh, Whatever. Yeah, we'll see. Eventually. Um, I don't. I'm. Mm, here's the thing. MMOs are cool. Mm-hmm. On console, they're hard to do. Because. Mm-hmm. Uh, hold on. Because. Okay. MMOs, by and large, are really risky. Like, 
if you make an MMO, it's either going to be successful or not. Like, there's very few games that like live in that middle Next ground games. and keep and keep companies open. Um, but like the the. I don't know, man. MMOs can work on on console. Look at we've got um, Final Fantasy XI, Final Fantasy fourteen. Well, fourteen was a failure for five years until they fixed it. So eh, the only reason that game exists still is because it's Square Enix and they are not dying anytime soon. Hold on, no, no, no. Um, hold on. Let's reset that. That game existed for two years before they took the servers offline in a most epic and unbelievable way ever it was so fucking cool because i was there i played the original iteration of that game um you're talking to a guy who had almost 2,000 hours in final fantasy 11 um Uh, right um i played that game Uh, i ran a a very successful guild in north america um wasn't 14 broken as fuck though it was hold on hold on hold on yeah it was awesome and it's one of the coolest video game stories ever because at the end of the game what they did is they built in when they decided they were going to close it when they brought the new director in they actually just started like literally ending the mmo world so there was a day that you woke up and you logged into the game, and in your Mog House, in your inventory, was every epic weapon you could ever, ever want. The armor, the swords, and everything else. And then, that day, you fought all... There were, like, behemoths running around the streets, like, there was shit everywhere. And you fought, and then, at the end of the day, they shut the servers down, and basically the world ended there was a cataclysmic event where Bahamut opened up in the sky. For those of you guys who don't know... Um, Final Fantasy, Bahamut is the giant-ass dragon that's kind of the central summon in uh, in all the games. But he, oh, the sky opens up and he does a mega flare and just destroys the world, right? And then 18 months later, the game relaunches and takes that entire thing into account as the new story element for the next MMO. Like, it was such a cool case study on how to shut something down, rebuild all the shit that was no, broken... And then really open choice. it back up. Yeah, it was that's really choice. That's really yeah, choice. It was really cool uh, the way that they did it. And I, I, kind of annoyed that it's still not on Xbox One, but it's probably best because if it was on Xbox One, I'd fucking never, I disappeared. Oh, you disappeared for like three weeks from Final Fantasy Fifteen came out. So you know, oh, as long as I can, that. I can yeah, only I, imagine. I, I, I destroyed, and I, I had a Final Fantasy Fourteen subscription for a while when I got my PC, um, and was playing it. Uh, I got up my I got my Ninja Kitty up to like level fifty five, um, and then I don't BF- even know how to I don't even know how to contribute to this conversation anymore. And, You're talking about Ninja Kitties. <laughs> well, that's the only class to play in those games is the Kitty class. Um, but uh, K I D I E or K I T T Y K I T T Y. Okay, it's like that's cat weird. cat people. Um, PC's not better. Chat, shut up. But uh. Yeah, it was uh, it's super fun, but nobody was playing, uh, and everybody I would play with went back to uh, uh, one game that we forgot to mention that came out. I know it's, it's MMO uh, is uh, Battle for Azeroth, right? And that's not something we really pay attention to, but that was a huge launch. Um, yeah, that is still pulling up a lot of people's times uh, and a lot of streams uh, that are a lot of people I'm watching. I just look over at the list that I'm following. Uh, on Twitch, and I see one, two, three, four, five, six people streaming it right now. Um, 
So I think that's a huge one. Not necessarily something we'll talk about because we don't play too many MMOs. Wait, but... there's six people streaming it right now, and you said it's huge? Six people that I follow. Oh, uh, big difference. Okay. Yeah, big difference. Big difference. Yeah. Yeah, so MMOs are interesting. Uh, I don't I don't want a lot of them. No, I don't. No, I don't want a lot like, of them. like Destiny's trying, and it, it's not. Mm. Well, eh, anyway. I think yeah. that that's an interesting comment and we can explore that for a minute because that goes oh, back. Destiny's Destiny's super trying to be an MMO live no. service, live service to me. The name live service game is a game that tries to be an MMO on console because consoles don't have the, I don't know, man. Like when you play an, a true MMO on PC, it's, it's completely different than what we've got. Even elder scrolls online. Like they're they're like they're like MMO lights, which is why they don't call them MMOs; they call them live service games. I feel like Destiny. MM, uh, wait, the, hold on, the, Elder Scrolls Online is a full MMO on console. Like it's the same fucking game. Like it's the exact same game. Right, but like that, I still feel like Elder Scrolls Online isn't the same as like Warcraft. It's not the same type of game as Warcraft. Right, it's a different style. It's still very much an MMO. Sure, but I I still feel. I don't know, man. Like MMOs on console, there's like two. I'm not arguing that, right? Yeah, there's like two that have ever worked: Final Fantasy XI and uh-huh. Final Fantasy XIV. And even <laughs> then, Final Fantasy XIV I mean, <laughs> is not on. Well, even like when I was playing Final Fantasy XIV on my PC, right? I plugged my—I didn't play with mouse and keyboard. I plugged my Xbox controller in, um, and played the game with my Xbox controller because it was just it's more fluid to me to play and the way that they have the macros set up and the hotkeys and everything. It's like left trigger brings up one bar, right trigger brings up another bar. And then you hit face buttons based on what you, what you've got. Uh, it's really intuitive. Yeah. And that's how I play. I played final fantasy 11 for all those hours on an Xbox 360, uh, not a PC. Uh, I started playing that game on PS2. Um, when it originally came out with the giant ass hard drive and the only way to buy it was the $150 version. Jeez, that's ridiculous. It was awesome. See, I haven't I haven't played a lot of MMOs, honestly, like straight up. I've I don't think I've played any. I played I've played Elder Scrolls online for a little bit. And by a little bit, I mean like mm, six hours. Um <clears throat> so I don't have a lot. I don't have a lot to contribute to a conversation about MMOs, honestly. Yeah, I think I think um, it's interesting. I think MMOs is a genre that is the traditional sense is gonna go away, right? What we're seeing um with like the World of Warcrafts, the Star Wars, um, the Swotors, the Black Desert Online type games, sure. Um, and you're gonna start seeing everything. We've talked. We talked about this on our. Uh, I guess I think it was a couple episodes ago, where it's literally going to start. We're gonna start having live service. You know, everywhere. It's going to be these expanding worlds that are a central character base that they're gonna maybe relaunch another game every couple of years. Um, or even better, like if what Ubisoft said they're doing is they're going to have one consolidated universe, right? Like we talked about that they just keep expanding upon, right? And we're starting to see that. We just brought it up earlier in the podcast with Assassin's Creed, right? We now have yeah. two worlds confirmed that are together. Ghost Recon, Splinter Cell, two worlds that are now confirmed to be in the same exact universe. Now what I want to see him do is get somehow get Ghost Recon, Splinter Cell, Assassin's Creed, and Watch Dogs confirmed in the same universe using the no. crew. Hold on, I'm not done. Using the crew to drive around between them. 
Oh my god, go die. That's no. <laughs> I hate that idea so now, much. Mic drop. We're done. <laughs> no, that's dumb. I like the Tom Clancy games being in the same universe. I was expecting someone from the division to have some kind of tie to third echelon or I dude, I wanted a ghost to be a member of the division so badly. Like my ghost was like in ghost recon. I, I might, he definitely was like, uh, or she, like she had a backpack that had the strategic homeland division mm-hmm. on it. Yep. Uh, with the Eagle and the orange ring. And she had the hat with the orange ring. And like, if I could have equipped it, equipped it, if I could have equipped a watch that had the orange ring on it, I would have done it. Um, but like, I want, I, I want the Tom Clancy games to be in the same universe. And I think Assassin's Creed and Watch Dogs uh, work in the same universe. I don't want, I don't want a, U, a Ubisoft uh, cinematic universe where fucking everything is tied together. I mean, no, I don't want that. I don't want that at all. Uh, but, you know, just saying. I can't Wait, help but laugh ben, at that comment in chat. It's, uh, that was good. That was good, Ace. Uh, hey, do you someone read? just asked Smurf if he reads. Uh, uh, I hope so because like, he's. I hope like he the Normandy. I hope he reads because he's been going through these chats, and if he's not reading, um, he's just making <laughs> he's, shit up in response to his questions. Yeah, he's been doing real well. He has been. Uh, um. Ben said, give me an APC in Division like the Normandy. Uh, PC being a... APC. Oh, he mean, he means like... The vehicle. No. Yeah, I I thought APC... No, the Normandy is not an APC. But he he means he wants a, a base that you can fly around. You can move around. Like the, the Normandy in Mass Effect. Which is interesting. That map's not big enough. But it could be, I guess. I know what an APC is, Smurf, you dick. <laughs> this is God. Uh, for those of it you is. playing, for yeah. those of you playing the uh, listen-only game on Monday, make sure to stop by the stream Thursday nights. Hybrid uh, Twitch.tv slash Hybrid Glass. Yeah, we have fun. fun. <laughs> Even if we don't keep to the topic or stay in straight lines in conversation, right. we have fun, and that's the most important yeah. part. So don't with that, do- yeah. With that said, I think let's uh, let's get let's let's. So let's actually talk about Destiny for a second. Yeah, let's recenter. Destiny's new update is huge, and I think saved the game for me, which I don't think is a good thing. And let me explain. Uh oh. (laughs) Um, it's a little bit tired to me that it's taken four years and two Destiny games. And both times, the last large story DLC they put out is the reason the game got good. Like, Destiny 1 was all right in the beginning. Bunch of DLC that sucked. Taken King came out a full year later to start year two, and everyone was like, ah, you got it. And then when the when Destiny 2 was starting to come up, we were like, they they learned from Taken King. They're gonna they're gonna be they're going to be good from the from the get go this time. And again, with Destiny Two, Year One was just, eh. Osiris was bad. Warmind was boring. And now, and now Forsaken's out. And Forsaken's dope. So I love Forsaken, and it revitalized Destiny for me. But I think the fact that it's selling so well because it's done so well is weirdly 
it sets, it sets encouraging it. them to just like keep putting out shit because they know people will buy it, fifty dollars worth of shit a right. year later. It sets a bad precedent. It, yeah, it's, I don't it's like set, it. it. It's it's it sets a really bad precedent saying, you know, in this era that we live in, we can put out a game. And I, I think that's part of the downfall of live service games, right? And where, yeah, because they're putting out unfinished garbage right, and fixing where, it later. And I, I, and I give Bungie a little bit of leeway just because they were the first ones to really jump into the deep end of this wholeheartedly. Um, and they're kind of still blazing the tr- you know they're still the ones that people are chasing in many uh, many ways right the d- the first division right fell into kind of the same pitfalls um hey thanks ace um uh the you know the first division kind of fell into the same pitfalls and then going you know skooms brought up a little bit earlier i don't know if you're still hanging around skooms um uh, but he brought up a little bit earlier anthem right which i think you know bioware of uh you know bioware of this type of game where there's leveling, there's RPG elements and shit like that, yeah. has the biggest pedigree, and I think the biggest thing to prove in what they're trying to do. Now, I mean, Anthem again looks cool. It's a it's a game where you fucking are getting in giant mech suits and flying around, and just looks absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Um, I am Iron Man. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, I think it's one of those things where. Sorry. <laughs> You're good. You lose the point? Yeah, no, I uh my uh my wife just started texting me. Um so you may see uh you may see a uh, hand pop in randomly to the green screen. Um, Weird. No, so I I think that uh Destiny's success with Forsaken so far is good for them, bad for us. Um but that being said, that I don't want to assess like the 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 state of the the uh, live service union um, exactly because you know we got time to figure out how how good Forsaken actually is. But what we can say is that it does a lot of uh, what's it called when you do updates that just make it easier for people? What's that called? The updates that like just make the it's got the word living in it. Enhanced living enhancements? What, what are you no, trying? it's like a it's like a, it, it it improves the like the way the game is. Uh, what is that called, guys? Spark me out in the chat. You're, it's you're not a, usability. You're it's a programmer. Usability. Quality of life. Quality of life. Yes, there's a bunch of quality of life updates that make it super nice. Like. Shaders no longer cost money to equip. You can now oh, delete shaders in bunches, God. which is very nice. You can they still like weapon weapon mods and and armor mods are like one thing now instead of like a huge horde of shit. They still didn't um, do the one quality of life thing that I one hundred percent thought was going to come from Forsaken, and that was being able to pick up bounties and shit for different worlds off planet instead of having to needlessly go from planet to planet to planet. I thought they would let you do it from your app too, and I tried, and you yep. can't. But you no. can at least you can at least go into your app and check and see who has what, yep. so you can plan your route economically. Yep. But no, you're absolutely right. I should be able to just open up, like it's the fucking future, dude. These guys are gonna have a fucking BlackBerry where they can look down and just be like, uh, I, I like it. That, 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 I feel that. I feel that's 
two one step forward yeah. and two steps backwards. You can see yeah, it's future, future and Blackberry. And Blackberry. Sure. I don't uh, yeah. with especially with all of Apple's announcements today. Um, they're gonna have uh, they're gonna have a PDA of some sort that like a PDA. <laughs> they're gonna have a pager that they can use to. No, you're right. Um, and there's a lot of stuff that, that game does that's annoying as fuck. That's specifically like that. Like when you beat the Warmind campaign, you talk to someone on Mars, and then they're like, "Go talk to Zavala." So you go to Earth to talk to Zavala, and then Zavala's like, "Now go talk to that chick on Mars." And you're like, "Fucking, come on, really? Like, why do I have to?" <sighs> no, there's been a bunch of games that let you, t- you know, have silly like tie-in with mobiles. I for, I for the most part, Destiny's. Destiny's mobile app is nice. Yeah, you it's can nice. actually change. You can actually change your load. Yeah, you can I take like stuff from storage and from different characters and put them on other characters all on the fly, and the game updates yeah. almost instantly. Yeah, and that's that's um, that's the biggest thing about the Destiny app, right? Because it's been pick up, you, you just can't pick up bounties, which is like the reason I actually want it. Yep. Yeah, there's a ton um, of cool shit where it's like, okay, cool. I you know, there's been a ton of instances where. I'm like, oh shit! I've got this guns on my Titan, and I need it on my Hunter because we're doing the raid right now. Um, yeah, or like I have too much shit and I can't pick this up. Throw a bunch of stuff in the storage because you don't want to delete it, and like you can get it later. Yep, it's very nice. Um, but aside from the quality of life stuff, uh, Destiny does introduce a bounty system again that they had in Destiny One, where you could pick up daily bounties and get mm-hmm. like you know credit and like xp and different resources for getting stuff done um they've added a uh i guess those are what were those called those were called bounties right yeah and the first what so they they have bounties and then they, well, have, they have literal like bounties that are hitman bounties where like you oh, the, actually have uh targets you're supposed to hunt. oh well that yeah that's something new with spider but, it is new. It is new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But those like, are, there are, are bounties the... that are actually bounties on characters' heads. Yeah, so and you go out in the world, and like, instead of the the dark zones, or not dark zones, lost sectors. The, uh, the lost sectors that like we've all played already, and like even the open world zones that we've been playing for the last year. Well, there's guys like, they everywhere. They're that, in they that up by just throwing shit everywhere. Yeah, the yeah. the prison of elders essentially cracked open. Yep. And you have all these high value targets all over the place that they want you to hunt. Yeah, and it's a really cool way to like make the whole game fresh again. Yeah, um, um, yeah, it, it behooves you to just go to Spider, and if you have the things to buy those bounties, to just pick them up because you may be yeah. doing a strike, and it's not like the guys show up in certain spots. There are ones that are programmed, but like strikes, one may randomly be in a strike. Um, yeah, like so just, if one's just on the EDZ, you can be doing a strike on the EDZ, and they can yep. show up. And you're like, oh, all right, cool. Yep. Two birds, one stone. Yeah, cool. it's 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 kind of cool, and I like the the prime en- the prime M- prime engram engram system. Um, I'll get yep. there. I'll, yeah, I'll get there. Uh, I think you that's, that video. Of, did you see that video of Trump this week trying to say anonymous? Yeah, yeah. Let's. Uh, Ooh, yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> Sorry, but, I didn't mean to compare you to that guy. Thanks. I feel bad. Um, no, I, I'm apologizing. But. Uh, what was I fucking saying? Oh, I think the Prime Engram system is pretty cool with the way that is, that... is that the one that, like, you can buy that doesn't give you something you've already got? Yeah, it, uh... No, no, no. Prime Engram is, like, a... You get it, uh... It's a leveling... You get a boost for, like, logging in, right? It's, um... You know, it's part of your... It's tied to, like, your daily level boost. If you haven't played for X amount of hours, you have an increased chance. Um, yeah. You have an increased chance to get some, some cool loot. So they've done a lot of cool things to make it feel... Uh, I'm a big fan of the randomized loot again. Um, 
I think that was kind of dumb when they took that out of the game. Um, just because I am, uh, you know, I'm a huge fan of min-maxing, and I think it gives you the option. I mean, I remember we were playing a strike last night, uh, and two of the guys we play with were like, well, no, it's bullshit, because if you have explosions, if you have an explosive-tipped arrow that does additional explosive damage, it takes away from crit, and, you you know, then they were like, oh, like, no, you got to take Rampage off to really test this, because if you have Rampage on, that adds a different damage. And it was actually kind of fun conversation to sit there and have, which you didn't get when everything dropped with one set of stats. Yeah. No, they're adding stuff to MMO, right? Min-maxing and, yeah. and and stat loadout, building out to specific specs. And I think I, think, I don't know, man. It's I it's think, really. I think your mic is choking on all the steam you just blew into it because your audio is like cutting in and out. Sorry, no, it's probably my internet. The uh, internet at this at my new my new my new digs. If you haven't noticed, there's new yeah new background. I didn't just buy a giant that's a really dumb joke um but yeah uh <clears throat> yeah I, the internet's really good but the router is on the opposite end. <laughs> so yep. the internet like eh, 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 a couple of times uh so sorry yeah if the, if the quality is like eh, eh, a couple good. of times that's yeah i can't help it um but yeah so destiny's cool y'all give it a shot it's expensive <laughs> way to wrap it's it expensive. up <laughs> like destiny's that. cool moving on Peace. no it's it's they did a lot of good stuff and there's even more coming the raid drops today right is it today or tomorrow i think it's tomorrow it's a it's supposed to be okay yeah it's probably friday it's probably friday yeah, yeah, so it's probably it's, out it's, now no it's the, the well the update time is for us is noon tomorrow so it's 1 p.m uh. it's 1 p.m eastern so it'll drop at noon yeah, um, is the daily update. But yeah, time. so the raid the raid starts this weekend. People I'm, are gonna. Yeah, I'm hoping that the raid is it's not something like obnoxious, like five sixty to get into. Um, I'm hoping that's probably gonna be like five forty, five fifty. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking even five thirty. I think would be good for the starting tier. And then well, yeah, once away. you get to five hundred, it's real hard to grind. Yeah, because yeah, once you get five hundred, it's like I've made it to five eighteen. No, five sixteen. Um, I got to five oh two last night. Yeah, yeah. it's so. I, the other issue is too is I don't have because once you have the th- I don't have the three characters there yet. And it's going to take me a minute to do it because I stopped playing the game. Yeah. Um, but once you get those three characters and you can kind of leapfrog. Oh yeah! Them, once you uh, get once you get one, the second one's a little bit easier, and once you get two, the third one happens in like an yeah. hour and a half. You're yeah, just because like, it's take all of this armor and shit, and yeah. then everything you gets higher. But yeah, I'm probably gonna just boost my. Uh, I'm probably just gonna, like I said, I'm gonna play my Titan through the campaigns just because I enjoy you know Titan. I can actually play and it'll be fun. And then Warlock, I'm probably just gonna boost, uh, and just do Forsaken. Um, yeah. I, I boosted my hunter. Um, I don't really give a shit about my titan. Yeah, everybody in our group has a titan. I'll just play with hunters and warlocks. Yep, that's fine. Yeah, uh, I think the new the new class ability on hunter is just the fire one. It's just so cool. Oh, uh, I love the warlock lightning beam. If you're far enough away and you've got a good lay of the land, yep. you can wipe yep. the fucking board. It's great. Yep. But if you do it when you're close range, it sucks because you can't turn very fast. All right. Just, uh, you know, a few tips. Yep. Um, what right, we've talked about this we, week that we, we want to talk about? Shit. No, let's, talk, let's not talk about this week. Let's talk about... Well, uh, I wanted why, to talk about talk, some of the stuff we've already played, right? Let's talk about Spider-Man, but we need to start... To, I mean, 
Yes. You talk about Spider-Man. I mean, Arkham. I mean, Spider-Arkham. What? Don't talk shit. All right, Eric? <laughs> Don't talk shit. <laughs> talk a lot of shit. <laughs> talk shit, get hit. Because <laughs> I've watched a ton of streams. Um, no, looks, Spider-Man, it, it, Spider-Man it, is the Arkham of that, yeah, of that it, universe. It, it looks absolutely gorgeous. Um, yeah, it, it's I, great. I love... Uh, I love the look of it. Uh, it would it would be it would probably be the reason I bought a PS4 right now. Um, if I bought one, yeah, um, my my buddy Christopher bought a P bought the the limited fours. Yeah, I had I had the, that was the game he needed that make him want to buy the system. Yeah, I was I almost I did it almost with God of War. Um, I still haven't played that. Yeah, I did. I almost did it for God of War, and then you know, it's just I just can't bring myself to spend the money, um, especially when I have the Xbox sitting here, and then you know this computer down here, uh, which I rarely use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you used the computer a lot when you first got it because you played Diablo nonstop for like three months. No, <laughs> I was actually playing Final Fantasy fourteen when I first got the computer. <laughs> That's also true. That's three also months. true. I tried to play Diablo and there's just too much clicking. I got my wrist started hurting and I was like, yeah, I'm out. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, no, Spider-Man's very good. Um, if you were a fan of the Arkham games, you'll see familiar elements, which Eric was pointing out earlier. Combat is similar. Um, it's a bit more finesse than Batman, though. Batman obviously is kind of a brute and just kind of ran around beating the shit out of everybody. Spider-Man, if you mash buttons you'll i mean you'll you'll still win most times but if you mash buttons you're not going to get combos or it's gonna feel like a slog um whereas like they want you to dodge at the right time and to i don't know if you remember but like in batman if you hit the hit button as soon as something made contact and it went into the next hit it made each next hit stronger yeah and spider-man instead of doing that you have to hit the the button to to strike, and then you have to hit it again right before it hits them. So instead of just hitting attack, attack, attack right when the the contact is made, it's like attack, tap, attack, tap, attack, tap, attack. So you have to like it's real finesse based. Um, so that's dope. Also, I mean, I've played the game for probably twelve, thirteen hours now, um, and the combat keeps. I keep getting in fights and seeing things I haven't seen, seeing Spider-Man like evade in ways I haven't seen. Like I was five hours into the game before I realized if I dodged near a wall, he jumps up onto the wall and then you can attack off the wall and like dive into people and really fuck up like their formation around you. Mm -hmm. Um, It's great, man. There's a lot of really fun stuff you can do. I just unlocked an ability where I can punch a guy up into the air jump and then hold square and spider-man shoots a web and like swings and kicks the guy and if you do that when you're fighting in like a on like a a rooftop or some shit like you can just knock people off of the map like like right and they go flying off with a little uh a gadget attached to their back and once they get near the once they get over the edge of the building it attaches them to the side of the wall don't worry much like batman spider-man's not actually killing the people um but uh it's great. The the cutscenes are good. The the facial mapping is really good. Um there's a scene with Miles Morales that uh like he's making a I can't I won't talk about it for spoilers, but like he's talking to someone, he's like laying it out for someone like the how, how it really is. 
and just like I felt every emotion on dude's face. So as this Spider-Man, is this the so Sony's got that movie, that animated movie, which looks fucking phenomenal. Yeah, into the Spider Verse. Yeah, Woo. is this Spider-Man game in the same universe as that movie? No. No. Okay. Nope. I just found it interesting that you know you had Miles Morales in this one. Um, well, uh, traditionally, Miles Morales comes around after Peter Parker, or Miles Morales becomes Spider-Man after Peter dies. Right. No, I remember that. Um, I, I, so, I that. like, it's not un, it's not unheard of for them to be in the same universe at the same time. This is just the only time we've ever seen it. Yeah, they I just, interact with each other a bunch. Yeah, I thought it was interesting that because that seems to take a very, very mentorship. The trailer of that movie, anyway, takes a very, very mentorship role of peter mentoring miles um on his journey <laughs> yeah. uh at least that's the impression i get from the movie trailer and i didn't know because i haven't played the game if that was something that was presented with miles's character uh in this um a little bit not not as much right okay. like into the spider verse is literally peter sitting down with miles i can teach you shit um the, that the scene game... is so great i'm not very liquid right now do you got any cash you got any cash <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then the uh, the uh, the game is more like he Miles looks up to Peter, um, and like yeah, I mean I haven't gotten far enough in to know how that, that relationship develops. Okay, um, I will report back. But the game is great. Um, combat's awesome. I will literally sometimes turn on my PlayStation when I know I only have minutes. Just so I can swing around New York. I'm sorry that I haven't brought it up already, but just swinging around the city is so. It's sublime, man. Like, it's one of the best traversal systems I've played. Yeah, it looks great. It's great. It's great. Um, other than that, there's not much this, this week that's worth talking about. I mean, PUBG's new update's great. Uh, the game looks good, runs good. Sandhawk's yeah. awesome. Sandhawk's phenomenal. Um, um huh? yeah, so it's Sandhawk's phenomenal. Um Yeah. Did you get the battle pass for no, PUBG? No, I refuse to uh, No. Alright. Well then battle pass update. I got I got the battle pass for PUBG and the Rocket Pass for Rocket League. Um No I don't, know how, the, I, I don't know how I feel about them. PUBG's I like because it has challenges that gets you well, XP yeah, like while the, you play. And the, I dig that. Rocket League's yeah. does not. And Pub- so Rocket Rocket League doesn't feel like I'm unlocking enough shit for the for what I paid for, but that also the Rocket League runs until November 26th. PUBG's is like 30 days. The um, um, I interrupted you. Go ahead. The, the the PUBG Battle Pass when it came when it dropped on PC, it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way because of the way it was implemented, um, and, and the fact that you had to pay money to get into it, you know, where and then you also paid you know, 30 bucks for the game. Um, wait, thirty bucks? Yeah, for PUBG. What did you pay for PUBG? Oh, I thought you were talking about the battle pass. I was like, it's not thirty dollars. No, I no, got no, it for ten. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it, it's yeah. That rubbed me just a little bit the wrong way, and the fact that you know it's, uh, you know, I think just I, I don't know what it is. It it just felt weird that PUBG had a battle pass. Um. Yeah. Um. Real quick, back to Spider Man for a second. Ben just brought something up in the chat that I did not realize. So I didn't even think about it. Sp- uh, Spider Man doesn't have the nine eleven um, memorial in it. 
which is weird. They also have a... That's really fucking weird. Why did I not think about that? They also have a marriage proposal for a couple that broke up weeks before the game came out. <laughs> yeah, um, that's the saddest Easter egg ever. <laughs> Will you marry me? Oh, wait. We'll but, patch it out eventually. Yeah. Sorry, um, buddy. And then, and th- but then, but then, as the article reads on Kotaku, uh, and I'd read the whole article because there were like, so many updates that just made the tangled web like even weirder. Like the dude came out and flat out said, "No, she left me for my brother." And I was like, "Whoa, what the? F- <laughs> Let's have a There's weird- a Geico ad out right now that's like, "There's sometimes things you don't need to. You don't need to give us all the information." Yeah, and, and then <laughs> that's like, it right there. Yeah, like she responded, and then he responded. It's just it was it's an awesome, uh, awesome like article of Kotaku. Um, I, there was another article, and I can't remember which Kotaku. Uh, author wrote it uh was it heather um yeah i know it's been proven it's yeah ultimately yeah sketch points out it's all been proven false um that it was not you know she did not leave him for his brother and everything else and everything's been reconciled and it's all good now but it was just it was a lot of the whole read was an interesting drama all to boil down to like nope everybody's good now we're moving on let's just get over it interesting Um, and then I forgot what um, I said. So I, I just did some research. Sorry. Uh, there is a 9-11 tribute in Spider-Man. Uh, it's really crafty. Um, so if you... Man, so there's a building, I guess, that's across the street from where the buildings were. Um, and if you climb up the building, there's a reflection in the glass of this building as you climb up it of the two towers next to each other. And if you turn around, there's nothing there. And it's where the Freedom uh, Tower should be. So they did it. They just did it in a crafty way. Yeah. So that's interesting, though, because they. I was uh, one of the... Re- uh, it wasn't... Um, no, it was Waypoint I was listening to where they were talking about. And I think it was uh, uh, Patrick. Oh, Ma- Madison uh, Square Garden's in the wrong place? Yeah, where like just shit's like <laughs> kind of in... Uh, just shit's kind of in the wrong spot, which was fucking with him because like he they live there. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Rob Zachney's like I live here. Yeah, I, they were like go to Madison Square Garden. He was like, oh sweet, that's just north of here, and that's like no, it's to the east because yep. they had to condense it for the map. Yeah, there's some there's some some map mis misarrangements there, but whatever. Anyway. Um, anyway, okay, so let's get let's 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 start talking about some things that are coming out because there's a shit 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 ton of yeah sure and, sure sure I um mean, uh tomb raider came out tonight man. i've got that so i okay. will have feedback on that when we come back uh next week mm-hmm. um ben pointed out that reflections in spider-man are all false in that game um so maybe that's not as cool as we thought it was uh sorry one more sidetrack because this is fucking fascinating do you know why all the reflections are false in that game eric do you have a do you know why if reflections would be ignored in a game? I mean, there could be countless things. Load okay. render. Yeah. Having to deal with they're, light. Apparently uh, they're really fucking hard to make because you can't just program a mirror. Right? Like, you can't program a surface that reflects something. Ah. So essentially so- reflections are a window that shows a mirror version of the world. Yep. And so, like, 
That's why reflections are so fucking ridiculous. Is Go because ahead. you have to well, literally render the world twice. And if you did it in downtown New York, it would be the computing power needed to do that and it work would be insane. So go watch the Nvidia press conference of the launch of the 1080 series of chips where the CEO just talks for hours upon hours around being able to do true ray tracing uh, and right. actual reflections are going to become a thing once these cards hit the market. Yeah, uh, because if you can trace if you can trace the rays of light, you can yep. make a reflective surface. Um, but because that hasn't been a thing we can do yeah, the so that, I reflections mean, have been mirror I worlds. I don't want to harp on that card, but it, it's essentially it's amazing because they take. For those of you guys who haven't looked at the, the the architecture of the chip that they're coming out with, right? One set of cores has the power of ten. This is one quarter of this new chip has the power <laughs> of ten. 1080 Ti's, which are currently the most powerful graphics card on the planet. One. Eric's Eric's got a semi right now. Now it's a full on. One quarter of this chip has the power, and that's just the AI side of it. So the rest of the chip is rendering, and then the AI side of this chip is then saying, okay, this is what, based on Caleb, I think it's on fire. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, I'm trying to make it so it doesn't fall right in front of the screen. Got but it. Man, <laughs> it definitely fell right in front of the screen. Um, it's, it, it is just amazing to say that the way that they render this stuff is they that one side of the chip just kind of gives you like a stencil outline and then the ai fills in the color and paints the image for you based on what it knows of what you're doing and it's oh just, yeah i've watched that shit that's fucking fuck, dude it's i think there was something in the discord i maybe uh maybe sketch is uh if i'm remembering correctly threw it up there where it was like the picture of the driving over here and then it was the colored in image over here anyway i don't want to get onto it but it's gonna be really cool to watch people get into those and start understanding what they can actually do because i think we're going to start getting actual you know true reflections in games and building these worlds that are just unbelievable um in yeah that. so anyway back on we got it'll be I, it'll be bananas so fit. yeah we've got we've got tomb raider uh is out now yep um so that'll be we gotta get into that um I don't think I finished Tomb Raider, the Rise of the Tomb Raider, but I'll. Uh... I, I did. I'm gonna wait for Tomb Raider to hit. You know, I, I like the franchise. I like what they've done with the reboot. I think it's it's not one of those games that I'm gonna spend sixty bucks on. You know, out of the gate. Um, right. Right. It's 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 cool. If I get it for Christmas, great. If I get you know uh, if it if it shows up on Game Pass or you know games with gold one day, I'll definitely pick it up and play through it. Um. Or maybe it's on a humble bundle or a Steam sale uh, next summer. Uh, I'll grab it and play through it. But it's just, yeah, it's 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 Laura Croft being abused by the environment. Um, yeah, apparently, apparently, this Tomb Raider though is very self-aware and very self-critical, right? Uh, and like, really makes Laura kind of come to grips with the fact that she's murdering kind of, everybody. Uh, no, no, not even that. Like, uh, so there's two things I learned about this game today that are fucking awesome. One, the game is story. The game's story is kind of focusing on the fact that like she's running around the world and stealing other cultures' artifacts, and that's a shitty thing to do. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. One, two, there are three sliders in the game you can manipulate, and those sliders are combat puzzles and uh, 
fuck, I forgot the third one. But you can literally change them as sliders and the game adapts to what you want. So you can turn combat all the way down and puzzles all the way up and you'll have a super puzzle-heavy Tomb Raider with very little combat. Or you can do vice versa. Like, the fact oh. that, like, yeah, like, that that's that's kind uh, of cool. an editable thing in the game is super cool. I've never heard of a game doing that and that sounds that sounds awesome. That's actually really and, cool and, can, and really enhances play replayability, right? Is yeah, if you want to, you can play all puzzles or you mm-hmm. can play all combat and just get a different game. Yeah, that's uh, that's piqued my interest. Back to the yeah, foe Manchu. <laughs> yes, your foe Manchu. It's very good. Um, what else is coming out in September that we're excited about? Do you have anything else? Are we uh, are we all just saving pinching our pennies for October because it's going to kick our teeth in? Uh nope. Top of October is Forza, um, which I think is going to well, be. Yeah, I mean, I'm still paying. You're still paying ten bucks a month. You know, you're still paying something. You're getting it, but right. Um, but my subscriptions, when I pay for subscriptions, I don't think about that as money that I ever had anymore. So I'm not really paying for it. Right. Agreed. But it's still a game that I'm excited <laughs> for, which was the question. Um, no, Forza is going to be fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah, I think, I think Forza is going to be great. A portion of our group wants to play it, yep. and that's awesome. We're going to yep. have like eight car squads just roaming the city. We're we're going to be I I I call Paul Walker's character because we're obviously going to have Fast and the Furious crew, and I'm obviously the best looking one out of all of us, so I'm automatically Paul Walker. Handsome. There's so many there's so many things I could have said as a, <laughs> as a response to that, and I literally had to edit. So. <laughs> We're gonna move anyway, past that. We're gonna uh, move past that. That one's really good. Uh, Damn it, Sarge said it. <laughs> uh, I am, but I'm uh, not. No, because I'm not gonna let my friend drive a car. He's obviously not equipped to drive. Uh, that solves that problem real quick. Oh boy, what's happening? Please uh, move past this. <laughs> I'm the regular bride's fiddler. Uh, then. I th- yeah, then it's October, and then it's Call of Duty. Um, yep, Call of... No, no, no. Uh, Assassin's Creed is the fifth. It, yeah, well, yeah, sorry. That's you it. don't give a shit. That's so, fine. I, Damn, no, Sarge. It, Sergeant Sodium needs to calm down in the chat. He's doing some dumb... He's doing some bad shit right now. Uh, I won't even... Man. Yeah, let's not... Let's not... Too soon. Um, <laughs> God damn. Yeah. Uh, some jokes aren't funny. But it's not that I, I do, still, it's, I still laugh at. It it's not that I don't care about Assassin's Creed. It's the same thing with Tomb Raider, right? It's one of those games that I will eventually go back and play. I've played all of the Assassin's Creed games. It's not a game that I'm. Oh, going I'm a to junkie. Yeah, I'm a big fan. yeah. You're a huge fan of that franchise, which I understand yeah. your reasonings to be. But I just I don't see. Uh, it's one of those games where I don't necessarily want to spend $60 on it because there's other shit coming out and it's the same formula, which is, what just happened. <laughs> I'm glad I muted the mic. That's yeah. what happened. <laughs> yeah. I, I see that. Uh, uh, I got hit a little hard by the- that's, that's yeah. a, they, is that mm-hmm. vape juice in there or something else? It's juicy. It's weed. No, I'm just okay, kidding. <laughs> it's just vape juice. All right. <laughs> Uh, but like because my lungs are stupid, I can smoke cigarettes for seven years and not cough. But vape irritates my lungs. Like what the f- what the fuck body? Like what's wrong with you? Um, but that's whatever. I'm I'm a I'm still an adolescent. So not I'm to not to not to bring to this up, but the the World Health Organization just released a study, or no, it wasn't the World Health Organization. It was the CDC 
Just Definitely released, not WHO. They don't uh, give a fuck about vapes. Yeah, yeah <laughs> released a study on the vaping epidemic in America. Oh yeah, I saw that. Fuck off, <laughs> epidemic, my ass. I think you're, it was the youth. I think it was the youth vaping. Yeah, epidemic, yeah, yeah. You're you clear. you are a you are a, you are barely an adult, but the fact of the matter is, you are legal. You, <laughs> Shut you the fuck the up. You, you do this every you goddamn are old week. Enough you piece of shit, Sarge. You're younger than me. You can fucking die too. <laughs> that was the world's longest setup for that uh, age joke. But anyway. Uh, so yeah, Forza, then we got Assassin's Creed, which I think is great, and then you've got uh, Call of Duty, and then I think the game that we're all waiting for is uh, Red Dead, um, because it's going to be... Outstanding. It's, it's just... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's... Again, like I said, what we originally talked about a couple weeks ago, it is Game of the Year. Just chalk it up now. Um, don't even bother. It's got to be God of War still. Yeah, I think it's gonna. I don't think we're gonna have a problem. Um, I mean, if it has a good story, then we're it'll, we're, it'll good. Be, we're done. It's 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 Rockstar, man. It's game of the year quality I, out the gate. I'm not. It's I'm hard not, to it's hard I, to see them making I'm, a bad game. I'm not sure how the chat is um, equating Jurassic it, World Evolution. Ignore to, them. To ignore them, Eric. Ignore Red them. Dead. Don't look that's, at them. Don't look at the lights. Don't look at the lights. Yeah, that's that's one of those comments that goes into your head, and the two hemispheres of your brain just kind of look at each other and say, "We're gonna die," because um, it's a lot of brain death this episode, yeah. guys. Sorry about that. Yeah, a lot of a uh, lot of craziness. Um, so yeah, we've got a, a few things coming out small the rest of September. Nothing huge, uh, and then October's the big one. Uh, so big, in fact, that our beloved battlefield moved out of the way, which Wisely. I'm okay. I'm okay with. Yeah, after playing uh, the beta, I'm very okay with. I think that that game is very rough around the edges. Um, yeah, well, it's hard to tell how old the beta is, though. There's, yeah, a, there's people yeah. talking about how the beta is like. Some people are unconvinced the beta isn't what the people played at E3. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, I mean that means they're like four months, five months past. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Working on it. Hundred percent true. Um. Yeah, I'm excited to see. I don't think we're going to get a beta for the Battle Royale mode unless there's another wave coming. There's um, a chance, though, that we might get the Battle Royale with the game now that they pushed it a month. Yeah, uh, which is true. Uh, I still think of all of the Battle Royale modes coming, like Call of Duty looks phenomenal. It looks like it plays phenomenal, silky smooth. But Did you say Battle Morale? No. <laughs> Did I? I might have. I don't know. <laughs> battle Morale. That's battle how morale. Everybody, uh, it's uh, how everybody stays happy. <laughs> yep. But what I'm getting at is later, buddy. Um, what I'm getting at is, is I think the 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 thing that excites me about the battle royale in Battlefield is the how the class ba- how the class based combat is going to play out. Right? We've talked about this yeah. before. Is it going <laughs> it, where where you've got the potential? I love the. Sorry, go ahead. I keep cutting you off. Go ahead. No, you're fine. Um, you've got the potential to say. Okay, now we're going to, and if it plays like this, I don't think anybody has it confirmed yet, but is it going to be, um, are you going to be able to have a medic? Are you going to have an assault guy? Are you going to have a recon guy and a support guy? And is that how it's going to work? Do you have a squad of four snipers that literally are all just sitting back and are ace crack shots just, and anybody, anything that moves on their screen dies instantly? And then that squad runs up against a squad of medics who are all just sitting there healing each other the whole time. Like, it's really super interesting to think about how that whole mechanic is going to work in a battle royale mode. 
Well, yeah, and it's it's even cooler to think about how it will force people to play differently just based on what they're able to do. Yep. Right? Because, like, without snipers, your team won't be able to spot people out so that you can see them easily. Yep. And that even, I think that applies cool in cool ways across larger multiplayer maps where, like, if your squad doesn't have a sniper and you're not near a sniper, like, I read an article today about a guy who said he was running from bush to bush hiding from people in like right in front of them and they had no idea he was there even they had just seen him around the corner mm-hmm. um i like that stuff right like i i like all of the battlefield games so far except for hardline because hardline was stupid um but one of the my biggest beefs in one of the main reasons i play hardcore is so that people, i can't get a little blip over my head and people know i'm i'm there when they wouldn't have otherwise right uh, and so the re- restricting spotting to the sniper, which makes sense, uh, I'm I'm super down for it. A lot of people are up uh, are up in arms about it and they're against it, but like, well, I mean, I can understand. Just to you know, play the other side of that coin is I totally get why people are up in arms about it because if you're a soldier on a battlefield and you call out somebody is there, you don't you're not going to be like, hey, tactical sniper that's back there, tell the rest of the group that that guy's over there. Yeah. Oh shit! I just got shot in the face by that guy over there. Um, yeah, it's got it's got for sure interesting. Um, it's got a back and forth. That's gonna be it'll be interesting to see how they balance it, if they balance it, how they change it, how it's yep. gonna evolve. Yep. Um. Yeah, like next month's huge, guys. So if you're trying to get through the shit that ambushed you last week, uh, buckle down. I'm gonna knock out that uh, that library of stuff as it comes this fall. We're gonna be trying to play through everything before Anthem drops in February, uh, uh, along with Sekiro and. Well, Sekiro's March. Yeah, that's still real close, my dude. <laughs> I'm not arguing its closeness. I'm just I just pulled up the list of uh, games. Hold on, I want to. There was a couple. I yeah, Sekiro's like March twenty second. Yeah, which is kind of a bummer. It's like I think it's the week after the division, actually. It is uh, the week after the division. Uh, so yeah, we get Anthem, and then a week, two weeks later, we get the division, and then a week after that, we get Sekiro, and then there's a chance we get Cyberpunk in April or May. Ah, uh, I don't, I don't know. They said uh, that game is playable 100 percent from start to finish, which means that they're just in the test the, the finalizing like test phases of so hey, i just i want to do something and i'm going to cover up caleb's face real quick i'm just going to drag oh, this okay. over i'm just going to drag this over here and just to give you guys an idea of we mentioned two games that came out in september right this is just september right right here just september i'm still there we go that's just september all that the blue that's every game like we mentioned two of that. Like yeah, a lot of that's like small. No, I, so I understand. Don't get, don't get super scared I, by that. Yeah, <laughs> a lot I, of that's small I, shit. I understand, but, but still... what I what I'm getting, what the point I'm making with that list is, is it is, and yes, I have a whole bunch of friends. I have some really close clients of mine uh, in Raleigh right now. So uh, you know, everybody be safe. Um, one of them who confirmed they actually download the audio and listen, which I was like, that's kind of weird. Um, oh, hey, yeah, that's a non sequitur. For people that are listening on, Smurf brought up Heart and Mind yeah. being pe- You're cutting out again, though. Eric. Oh, okay, well, can you hear me now? Yeah. Um, 
what I, yeah. the, the point I'm getting at though is if you are a gamer right now where it used to be we're waiting for the AAA launches and we're going to have, you know, everybody's going to have to play this style of game. There is shit for you to play no matter what. Like you are not going to be left out in any way possible whatsoever. No. October, Games have gotten to the point where there's shit for Yeah. October and that's outstandingly. October the list is not as long. Um obviously because you've got blackout four and red dead in that month uh the first spider-man dlc um uh, uh wind jammers is coming back uh if you remember yeah. wind jammers wind jammers too oh yeah oh yeah um i mean it's just but and you know there's smaller games like lego dc super villains uh not that the lego games are small but that's great maple story 2 official launch um horizon is the first uh the first week of october there which is gonna be good i mean it's just um yeah if if september is full of indie stuff uh october is full of triple a oh wow. october is just chalk to the fucking gills with triple a stuff oh we're into okay this one's not dated december oh wow black armory is actually december huh yeah, the next Destiny expansion. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's December. It's crazy. That's how that's how Osiris was. Osiris was December last year. Yep. Um, yeah, but I mean, if you think about it, there's there's I mean, there's so much shit. Darksiders three, Battlefield five, Hitman, um, Hitman. Uh, and I then can't there's, fucking wait for Hitman, dude. You know, I'm pumped for that game. There's smaller games like we we talked about. You and I talked a little bit before we we, we went live, like Ashen. Um, mm-hmm. There's a ton of just. I mean, it's it's. Uh, it would take just, literally. We could take the next year a worth of episodes to talk about every game uh, on this yeah. list, and I don't even think we would still get through it. And that doesn't and even count early next year. Time, yeah, and you know what's funny is by the time May comes around, we're all going to be like, "Oh my god, E three, hurry up!" Because yep. we're going to be done with everything. Yep, uh, everything we want to play. Um, you know, and yeah. then just looking at the list of shit that's coming in, you've got Gearbox's Project One v One, which we don't know anything about yet. Uh, I'm still, nope. I'm still guessing that's Borderlands f- uh, Three. Oh, should we get Fallout in November too? F- oh yeah, I, I've complete. Yeah, I mean Christ. Fallout. Uh, I might not get this Fallout when it comes out. I, I might wait on this one. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to. Um, There's too much shit. There's too much shit around it now. Yeah. Battlefield just got pushed a week after Fallout, and Hitman's like the day before Fallout. Sorry, yep. Fallout. I'm... Oh, would you see that if you buy Hitman and you owned the first Hitman, mm-hmm. they're remastering the entire first game? Yeah. And giving it, like, you have to, I think you have to buy it extra for if you buy two. But if you owned it, then you get the whole first season remastered with, like, all the new gameplay um, changes and, like, all the new systems set up in two. Mm-hmm. That's so so good. Yep. Oh, it's so great. <laughs> yeah. So down for this. Yeah, and then yeah. we get into like 2019, like hits it like right out of the gate with, yeah. um, and I, you know, t- speaking of RPGs and just like Japanese RPGs specifically, the Tales of Vesperia Definitive Edition, January 11th. Like, I'm probably gonna pick that up just because I love that game series. It's phenomenal. Um, but then we're moving right into, uh, you've got dead or alive six. That's apparently still a thing. 
Kingdom's Hearts yeah. Kingdom Hearts 3 is January. Ace Combat, which I think is pretty cool that they're making another Ace yeah. Combat game. Ace then, will be dope. Then Anthem and Metro on the same day. Uh, uh, also, uh, Days Gone is supposed to be on yep. February 22nd, too. Yeah, Days Gone is right there. Um, Devil May Cry 5 right at the top of March. Division 2 right at the middle of March. Sekiro right at... The, oh, God. Thank, yeah. thank, thank goodness my birthday is in March. Um, that's all <laughs> I can say. Then Joker's yeah, Wild. Um, Destiny. It's the next Destiny expansion after um, Black Armory. Yep. Um, and then we're, you know we're supposed to the uh, apparently Death Stranding is getting a a live played gameplay demo at Tokyo or not mm-hmm. Tokyo Game Show PlayStation Experience this year. I I still couldn't explain to you what the hell that is. Um, I don't I don't know what it is either, but I'm intrigued and I can't wait to get it. Well, it's a Kojima <laughs> game. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be cool. It's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be cinematically outstanding. Yep. That dude needs to just make movies. Well, he does. Um, he does. He does. Well, you're right. He Arguably, does. he does. Yeah. In the next year, we're getting Battletoads. Um, <laughs> we're getting a Battletoads game. Cyberpunk is on this list. Ghost of Tsushima, Doom Eternal. Ghost of Tsushima. Fuck Doom Eternal. God. Last guys. of Us Part Two. Nah, it's not coming out till 2019 or till 2020. I bet you. Is it? Where did it go? I just lost it. It has no date. Um, and then there's the Untitled Avengers. We're, we're also forgetting about the Untitled Avenger game, speaking about... Um, oh, boy, and it, did Spider-Man put them in a bind? <laughs> like, uh, they have to put out something good now. Yeah, they do. It can't, um, can't be mediocre at all. Nope. Yeah, they can't, uh, they can't be fucking Spider-Man around. Spider-Man was like, hey... Cannot be fuck fucking around uh, at all. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. So, well, um, we kind of already did our bounties for the week because we already talked about what we're all playing. Um, but to reiterate, we're both playing a fuck ton of Destiny. I'm playing Spider-Man. And, of course, we're working in our PUBG addiction when we can. Yep. Um, but October is coming fast, and we're preparing as much as we can for the inevitability that is Forza for a week. Followed by Assassin's Creed for me for two weeks. Followed by Blackout for both of us for a week. Followed by Red Dead, and we'll we'll, well see we'll you guys see. next I, year. Yeah, like I said, I don't know if I'm gonna do. Uh, I might do Blackout. I might not. I, I you know, it's a. It's yeah, a we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I want to make it clear now. Um, I'm not going to buy Call of Duty Black Ops for for the multiplayer because I don't care. Um, but I will get it for Blackout mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Like the core multiplayer of Call of Duty, I have long since checked out on. Um, but Blackout is intriguing to me. Yeah, so um, I, I will definitely if Blackout comes out as a free to play standalone mode, I will hundred percent check it out. Um, yeah, we'll for sure both be on that. Yeah, but if it's yeah, if if I gotta pay sixty dollars uh, as an entry fee. No, not doing that. Nope. Battlefield, for sure, because there's a campaign. <clears throat> there's flesh out. Sorry, Battlefield. Anyway, all right, take it home. As soon as you're done dying. No, I, yeah, I just choked on my own spit, which is weird because I'm super cotton. Talented. You know what I mean, man. I'm choking on. Yeah. Anyway, 
Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, just so you guys here live know if you're coming in late or if you came in for the last half, this goes up on iTunes and Stitcher as well as other apps that pull from our RSS feed on Mondays. I tend to get them out Monday by 11 o'clock. So look for that there. Um, you can find me everywhere. It's important at Lubwub. That's Xbox, PlayStation, Twitter, Instagram, ah, and Twitch, which we're uh, we're starting to work on that. We talked about that uh, two weeks ago. It's going a little slow because the series, the season of games hit us. Um, so give us some time. We'll try and work in that Twitch. We got games. You got, you, got a new, you got a new job. You know, we, we... yeah, a lot of stuff going on. So maybe the maybe the switchover will happen at the first of the year since we've got something that works right now. Yeah, um, yeah. We'll let you know. We'll update company I work as for that happens. Just got bought. You know, I mean, shit. Yeah, we've we've got a lot of shit going on in our life. Your job's changing, my job's changing. I just moved, and we got a shit ton of games coming up. So y'all can be patient with us because you guys are already so patient with us, and we appreciate that. Um, Eric, where can people find you? Let them know. Right there. Hybrid glass everywhere that it matters except for League of Legends, but that doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> I didn't even know you played League. I guess I, I did. I do. Of course I, did. I do every now and then. And, I'll do, and every now and then it's like once every six months I turn it on. I go, I sit through the update process and then I go, I play around and go, why the fuck did I do this? Um, so, uh oh, that's so good. Um, yeah, Ace Ace just came back. Yeah, we are wrapping, <laughs> wrapping up. up. <laughs> uh, Sorry, buddy. Stream's not ending. Podcast is just ending. We're about to switch over to Destiny. Um, yeah, we're gonna uh, stay here. Stay here. We're gonna switch over to playing some Gambit. Some, we're gonna play um, some, as uh, long as this dude can stay awake. Because, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go play Destiny for at least at least an hour because I'm all jacked up. Uh, yeah, buddy. I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. Come at you like a spider monkey. Um. Fuck that movie! Look out! The fuck Look that out. movie's good. <laughs> I don't think I've watched it all the way through. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna come at you like a spider monkey, Chip. <laughs> Look out! Oh boy! Uh, but, shake uh, and thanks, for, <laughs> thanks for listening, everybody. Um, and yeah, we'll catch you guys next week, and we'll we'll have another topic again. Uh. Which is probably going to be trying to stay sane in this season of games. Yep. We'll figure it out. You know, man. We'll figure Take it, it out. easy, guys. We'll see you on uh, Gambit. Have Later. a good night. Yes. Yes. Brother. This is going to be the running joke now. <laughs> <laughs> Peace.